This is an ABC podcast. All right, I'm going to come clean. I'm pretty careful with my finances. There aren't a lot of things I splurge on and I bloody love a budget. But when it comes to hair care, I spoil myself, honey. I love my hairdresser, Johanna, and I always book in every six to eight weeks. I love the routine of it. The wash, the blow dry, the banter. What colour am I going to get put through? Getting the gossip, sharing the jokes, and of course, sending a selfie to the girls as I leave the salon. It's my special time. Hair is an extension of who I am and how I express myself. But I'm one of the lucky ones. The cost of living is rising. It's harder and harder for people to afford those little niceties, those moments of care that make them feel special. I'm Kaya Handley, and today on the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up, we're meeting this amazing woman from Kurenbong who is on a mission to make hair care accessible to everyone. I, I don't use the word blessed very often, but every time I get a new hairdresser, I, they're literally making my dream come true. Out the back of the Kurenbong Community Centre, Christine Mastello is sitting in her van. This van, like, what, is, what does she do? What does she help you do, this van that we're sitting in? This is our Greggles. So before Greggles, we, I destroyed five of my cars with um, taking too much food out to people. And then the community took pity on me and bought me this van. <laughs> so now my car's not destroyed anymore. And it, it just literally goes all around New South Wales, giving people free food. Christine's always been a giver, with a big voice. So my dad's a baby of nine, Italian. So we're all Italian and we grew up in like this community no thing. And, voice. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to scream over my 300 cousins, <laughs> which I successfully did. Um, it's just about, I have a big voice and a lot of people don't. So I should use that big voice to help the people that don't have a voice until they do have a voice. 10 years ago, Christine started South Lakes Incorporated. It's a homeless support and food bank service for people living around Lower Lake Macquarie. And over that time, Christine would drive enough food packages across the state that she would end up outlasting five cars. We support eight local schools with breakfast programs and we give them welfare bags because a lot of people are too embarrassed to walk into a food bank or contact us. So we give it directly to the schools. The schools then give it out to the people that need it. We do, oh my God, what else do we do? We... She's just that type of person. Always looking for an opportunity to help out, to make things better. And then one night... Um, so a mum actually came in here to Kurumbong and she had three boys, so that resonated because I have three boys. And the boys were like hyping around and jumping because they were going to get their hair cut, not their hair cut, they were going to get their school photo. Yep. And they'd never had it before. The mum took me aside and she said, I can't afford to pay for my kids' haircuts and I don't want them to look back and think that they were poor. So I paid for the haircuts and... We paid for the school photos mm. and I just rang a few neighbourhood centres that night going, is this something that you would need? I literally rang Tickley Neighbourhood Centre and I just said to the manager out there, I said, hey, is there any chance that your clients would need free haircuts? And she's like, oh my God, that would be amazing. I just put a thing out on Facebook and I said, are there any hairdressers that want to give you two hours of their time? And that started. Christine was inundated. It turned out that people had been looking for a way to give back somehow and Christine 
with that big voice, had opened up a space that she didn't even know was needed. And from there, a community hair project was born. Then we had another three locations here, then I rang a few in Sydney. We started in Port Macquarie three months later and it just kind of filtered throughout Australia. Christine organises for hairdressers who volunteer their time to set up at random spots. She sorts through the red tape, the regulation, to allow for people who can't afford it to get their hair cut. Community Hair Project's my baby, I love her. <laughs> if we could put me in a jar, it would be Community Hair Project. <laughs> so when I onboard our hairdressers, the first thing I say to them is, when that person sits in the chair, I want you to treat them exactly the way you would a paying client and I will often tear up, I apologise, but I often would tear up when I, I go to an event and I see my hairdresser kneel down, get on the same level and go, what can I do to make you look beautiful today? And I'm like, yeah, that's me, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's, it's giving them dignity mm. and then we always like, we'll give them a little massage or if it's really bad, I'll hold their hand and yeah. just be with them. But I'll, you, know, you drive through George Street and there are homeless people and people don't even look at them. Mm. And they're, they're nothing. They're not even seen. So for us to give them a hug, give them a neck, sh- you know, shoulder, massage, <laughs> play with their hair, yeah. they're seen. They're human. You, you honestly do not think of the impact of a haircut. You don't. You yeah. don't. But these people can look at themselves in the mirror and it's amazing. Mm. I'm going to cry. Yeah. Well, no, tell me, tell me more about that. I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, we had one lady just recently and it broke my heart. She had five kids and we cut her hair and we, we give every person a little a gift. Mm-hmm. So you get a haircut and you get a toiletries pack. And in it was shampoo and she started crying and I'm like, oh, she must be allergic to it. What have I done wrong? So I've taken her outside privately and I've gone, what's wrong? Is it like, do I need to get you different shampoo? I'm so sorry if I offended you. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, yeah. And um, no, she said that she hadn't been able to shampoo her five kids' hair for a year and uses soap mm. and she just felt like a really bad mum. Mm. Yeah. So just something so simple of giving somebody shampoo, which is literally nothing, mm. made her feel like a good mum. Yeah, yeah. And that feeling of being a good parent might be harder to come by. The rising cost of living is making it harder for people to afford hair care. We had four different people come in that had nits. They, they brought the kids in and to us it was nothing. It's like we bring extra combs and we bring extra capes. So if you're going to cut somebody's hair with knits, just let us know. We'll cut it. We throw it in the bin and we never, ever make anybody feel embarrassed because, I, you know, if you can't afford $50 knit treatment, then you can't afford a $50 knit treatment. If you're wondering how you're going to feed your kids, how you're going to pay your rent, where that next paycheck is coming from, not surprisingly, a knit treatment is low on your priority list. Christine has been pushing all the while to make it more accessible to get hair care to the people that need it. We're sitting in Greggles, but behind us, behind us there's another pretty fancy looking van. It's um, orange and black and it's got CHP printed on the side and a comb and a pair of scissors. Inside is yet to be complete, but what is that going to be transformed into? That is Dottie and she is Australia's first purpose-built free hair salon, mobile <laughs> free hair salon, for um, homeless. So we're at the moment we we go to parks and we do do haircuts and it's lovely, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful what we do. But I'm always really aware of the fact that 
we're literally in a park and there's no dignity and there's no space for them to be able to sit and speak to us. So the other thing we're doing with Dottie is we're going to have an iPad in it and every different area we go to is going to have all the resources for that area. So say we pull up to Taree, we can just push in Taree and while they're sitting having a cuppa, which we're going to make, <laughs> and you know, they can sit there look at all the resources that are available to them in that area and then it can have an email directly to them so it's a full holistic thing and as we grow we get bigger partners and we're now able to provide free clothes all of this work arranging funding filling in paperwork finding food for people who are hungry it is a monumental task and people have noticed the great work that Christine does she was nominated for the 2023 New South Wales Local Hero for all her great work. She didn't end up winning, but the work that she does isn't to get prizes. And, well, it never really stops. So at 11 o'clock the night before the awards, I had three moms ring me in tears at 11pm trying to make sure we could bring them food Wednesday morning. And then I had more phone calls. I took my best friend down to the awards and she's like, oh my God, your phone's going off again. <laughs> so at 7am, so it just never ends. People cannot feed their children. And if you don't, if you know there's no food in the cupboard the next day, you can't go to sleep that night. Mm. So it's how, yeah. And it, I hate that it makes good parents feel like they're bad. And honestly, I, I get so much joy from what I do. I can't put it into words when you know that you've helped people and people are starving and you've put food on their plate and you've made them feel special and like with my food bank we don't take names or anything because it's hard enough to come through the door and you know, just it should just be a community helping each other and no one should be special it should be if you've got a few hours free a month if you can't volunteer do you know how to cook Right, cook for a homeless shelter. Do you know how to sew? Make some bags. There's something everybody can do, and we should. So you might end up seeing Christine and Dottie out near you, cutting hair, making people feel gorgeous and cared for in a pretty tough world right now. But even if you don't, you don't quite glimpse Christine and Dottie on the road. There's still one thing that Christine wants to make sure you remember, particularly coming up to the holiday season. Honestly, if you see a homeless person, just have Christine in the back of your head, like an annoying little thing behind your ear going, go up and talk to them. Yeah. They're just people. Yeah. Just go up, chat. Why don't they deserve a conversation mm. like any other stranger deserves a conversation? Yeah. So pull your head out and go speak to people. <laughs> <laughs> the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up is produced on Awabakal Country. It's presented and produced by me, Kaya Handley. It's produced by Toby Hemmings and Bridget Murphy is our digital producer. Thanks to executive producers Lucia Hill and Blythe Moore. If you like the pod, give us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next week with more local stories from right around Newcastle and the Hunter Valley. Hey folks, Mon Shafter here from Innies and Outies. Just dropping in to let you know about the return of our fabulous, award-winning, rainbow-coloured podcast. 
Every episode, we dive into juicy, uniquely Australian queer stories about coming out and staying in. Technically, I came out around the age of three. At the time, I didn't really label it as, oh, I'm transgender. It was more, I'm a girl. Mom, when I grow up, will I look like you? I came out via just one massive Facebook status on New Year's Day after a night of debauchery that we'll not be going to detail about. <laughs> I feel like that was possibly the worst way to come out. The way I told my mum was, hey, mum, I'm doing something that's wrong in the Bible. When I came out as non-binary, it was really accepted. I was recently travelling through Thailand and I loved this. People call you Sir Madame. They just put in both. So they're like, oh, Sir Madame, come this way, which was amazing, an amazing experience. It's beautiful. Like, every time it happened, I thought, oh, thank you. I feel so seen. <laughs> so join me for Season 2 of Innies and Outies. You can find us on the ABC Listen app.